What's up guys, what's up? Another recording of the four agreements. So I have not recorded in a few days. Um that last bit that I read was a little um I don't know, like it was helpful but also it was pretty deep and I didn't even read a whole lot of it, but I found it to be pretty um, helpful. I definitely sat on a lot of those ideas for a few days and have been kind of working with my mindset a bit on things here and there and, you know, trying to get into a new schedule, a new routine, uh, trying to like really hone in on kind of what's best for me. Like I know it's partly like a distraction and avoidance kind of kind of tactic but at the same time I'm trying to take advantage of it and put in the work and you know have something to show for it if I'm not going to focus it's like might as well you know um but yeah so so I am, so I read, you know, starting on page 21, uh, we're gonna end, you know, where it says page 25, the first agreement, be impeccable with your word. So I didn't start reading that part yet. Uh, and there was a blank page between, so I didn't really read that much. Um, so this section is, it has a title or subtitle, I guess. A prelude to a new dream. Um, and it, it, basically the way it talks about um, uh, kind of an issue that comes from all those, you know, core beliefs. There are a couple issues mentioned that, you know, basically when it comes to your own personal power these agreements that are made with all these other people in our lives get in our way and so to kind of break down what it says on those couple pages a few pages um uh it basically talks about claiming your personal power um and the way to do this that or this i don't know is by breaking the agreements that are based on fear So a lot of times, you know, people want us to live up to their expectations. And that doesn't mean don't ever help people, don't ever be generous, don't ever be courteous or go out of your way to be giving. That's not what it means at all. But if there's a lot of fear around, like, is this person going to love you still? Is this person going to like you still? Am I obligated to do this or obligated to do that? Like, what is it going to mean what are they going to interpret this as if I I don't do what they want me to do in the way that they want me to do it, you know, is that going to jeopardize the relationship? You know, if I don't get tickets to a certain event while I'm trying to save money, you know, people might not understand something like that because I'm usually going out to events. And so one thing that I notice happens is, you know, 
when people finally want to go to an event and do something, you know, maybe they'll hit me up, but, you know, it's like, well, maybe I'm in a time period where I'm actually saving, I'm not traveling right now, I'm not going out and doing other stuff, but there is kind of pressure, because it's like, well, finally, you know, these people that, you know, never respond to anything are kind of like, oh, like, you can come and do this with us now, like, I've got this group, and so it's like, I don't want to miss out, but at the same time, it's like, because it is hard to get people together, but it's like, usually, I feel like, mm, like, probably over 80% of the time, when I'm ready to go do something, most of the time, it's really hard to kind of get you know, a solid crew, outside of my normal crews that I do specific activities with, it's kind of hard to expand out to other people, because it seems like energetically or financially, they're just not willing to kind of put up the money and time and energy to go do some extra, extraordinary kind of, extraordinary kind of event or something, and I wouldn't say that there's like a deep fear, that's probably on the fun side for me, of like, um, minor stressors that's like uh you know I might try to find the way to make extra money just so I can go to this thing and I don't know if it's people pleasing because at the same time it's like I do want to see them I do want to be with them but it's like what about all the other events that I've gone to and invited them and they weren't able to do it but then they're like well I can only do it this time you know and it's like well you know we haven't hung out and like eight, nine, ten months, you know, so it's kind of like, sometimes it is a little hard when we have that, um, you know, kind of going on, and, uh, yeah, like, it's, it's not like the worst thing on earth, but it's kind of like, it does make me kind of like, feel like, okay, like, like, I don't know, it it does make me feel some kind of a, a way that is kind of like, like, you know, I've noticed that happens a lot with people is that, you know, they're never available till they decide they want to be available. Um, but otherwise, it's hard to really plan with people. And then it's like, well, you get this one opportunity that they give you to kind of like, finally go do something. And, you know, for me, it is kind of a little bit, a little bit stressful, though. It's not even a big deal, but it's, like, a little bit stressful, because I've noticed that with a lot of people, that it's like, oh, do you want to hang out? Oh, do you want to hang out? I'll be over here. I'll be over there. And another thing is that's different is because I've been off for quite a while now, and so, you know, and been working remotely for, like, two years before, and so, you know, it's been... I guess a long time, you know, since I've had to have a schedule to work around. And so because I don't have that, um, I've had a little more wiggle room, but I feel like it's only been a few months worth. I'm talking like the last couple years, you know, it's been like this with quite a few people. I know that it's like, it's almost impossible to plan with them. Um, and then it's like, you know, once they hit me up then it's like, they're available when they're available and they they can't seem to understand why I can't be available when they need me to be available. And it's like, well, you're never available, you know, ever. And I'm usually more available 
So it's kind of like one of those weird things. That's that's kind of the first thing that comes to my mind. Because uh, it's, you know, June now and there's all this stuff going on. Um, events and things. And I'm like, man, like, you know, some people keep keep on with the invitations. Let's do this. Let's do that. Come visit me here. Come do this there. And it's like, okay, like, I can't do all this this month. Like, why is everyone coming out of the woodworks in June? Like, you know, like, I've been busy, you know what I mean? Um, like, now I'm kind of busy and everyone else is, you know, kicking up their energy to try to do stuff. And I'm like, dude, like, this was when I was going to be saving, you know, I'm saving. Like, during the month of May, I was like, I'm saving, you know. Um, April, May, job applications, doing side gigs, all kinds of stuff. Like, I'm not necessarily trying to, like, go to way too many events and stuff. Um, like I do have things in mind for summer, but, um, not like, you know, I, I, you know, I've got, um, a lot of flexibility. Um, but anyways, you know, if there is agreement, if there is an agreement or multiple agreements that are based in like fear, either if it's FOMO type of fear at the least, or, um, you know, kind of like attachment wise, like, I don't want people thinking that I don't really want to see them or be around them just because I won't go to a concert that they suddenly want to go to when I've been going to so many shows all this other time and they're never available to do it. It's like, you know, like, I don't know. And I know how it is like going places with people and doing stuff and they kind of do things on their own schedules and stuff. And I'm like, okay, when I think about it, it's like if I drive all the way down to San Diego, you know, um, figure out transportation all the way down to San Diego, go down there, go to this concert, you know, worst case scenario, you know, I'm going to be with people who want to sit in the back somewhere, don't even want to pay attention, don't want to dance, aren't really into the music. Um, and it's like, okay, well, what did I come here for? You know, they want to show up late. They want to leave really early, you know, (laughs) And it's like, they don't even want to be here, you know, versus, you know, people who actually want to go, who I would maybe want to go with. Um, It is a little risky um, to kind of try to, you know, go to some extra event. Um, But I don't think it's going to, like, make me lose friendships if I don't go. Like, it's not going to, you know, negatively impact me if I don't. I don't go to what they ask um but something on a more serious end could be something like um like people pleasing in other areas like for me stuff like these little concerts and things it's kind of like a little bit to think about but it's like eh like I'm free to go or not you know like it's not really that big of a deal but when it comes to you know, some of the other stuff that I can be, you know, um, um, you know, struggling to have better awareness of, um, when it comes to some other stuff, uh, you know, it can be things like, um, like certain people that I might not have and it's not a lot of people, but certain people that I might not have, you know, the best of relationship with 
or the best of communication with and it makes it so the strain on the relationship is pretty pretty big um you know they're you know I've got some people in my life that you know I really have to limit my interactions with and you know it is a it is kind of one of those questions like do you write the person off and just completely delete them from life um I mean some of it I've seen get a little bit better but it's also kind of like I know that some people have the the people I'm thinking about specifically have a habit of you know they're only nice when they want something you know what I mean um they only engage when they're in need so that's either if they're in social need or emotional need or you know in need for help with some kind of task they're trying to do that they don't want to do that they want to push off onto somebody else or things like that you know I've got some people in my life that kind of just they're completely unengaged you know Unless they are wanting to complain about their hardships so that somebody can listen to them, um, they don't really seem to want uh, too much of, you know, friendship or a relationship. They don't really want to, it's not like give and take, it's more like they want to take, and so... Just the emotional vampire types of people, uh, they can be really challenging to kind of be, you know, having a connection with. Um, It's sometimes hard to kind of connect with them. Um, uh, And part of me thinks maybe they consciously don't want a connection. I don't know. That might be what it is. I'm not too sure. But yeah, part of me kind of thinks that way. Um, You know, but yeah, there's kind of a stuff like that that I'm like, okay, like there's all these agreements in place where it's like, you know, you can't really speak your mind around certain people or else they're going to you know, uh, you know, create some uncomfortable, stressful situation or, you know, you kind of have to tiptoe like those types of people. Like, I'm not really into that kind of thing. Cause it's like when it leads it, when it leads a situation so that I can't be authentic and just like speak my mind about something, you know, like I'm not like, off the rails just like saying all kinds of nonsense to people it's like but it's kind of like okay like well if I can't really like to me authenticity is you know when I can actually share what's going on in my life as far as activities I'm doing or what I'm thinking or feeling and for someone else to not just fully um feel like they need to kind of jump in and like knock things down either my ideas or my beliefs or just the choices I'm making. Like, I'm not saying that people need to always support me or need to always agree with what I'm saying. But, you know, for me, it's kind of like whenever someone 
whenever there's a type of person who wants to just debate everything, um, I'm not into that. I'm not into the whole, like, let's just debate things to death um, because they want me to see things as their point of view and not really allowing me to have my point of view. Um, um, you know, I mean, there was somebody the other day who I know who's very argumentative, who, you know, we're, we're not really going to be talking that much anymore, in all honesty. Um, I've tried with them, but I'm kind of like, I'm kind of over it. But, you know, they started saying things like, you know, because I don't, I wouldn't say that I fully believe in the Western medical model as like the only way to do things because I don't but um you know they kind of don't really have a good understanding about stuff um about you know the mind and psychology in general and you know usually that's a little troubling like people can come from different perspectives I'm not saying people can't believe in crystals or can't believe in psychics or can't believe in you know, uh, their spiritual beliefs, like, that's fine, you don't have to believe in, you know, modern psychology, um, but, you know, I find it a little troubling when people kind of don't believe that certain people have some form of, you know, uh, an illness or problem and, you know, professionals can help them with it, um, like, I'm not, I'm not saying that people need to believe in going to modern doctors, but I do think, you know, when people need help, it's important for them to be able to at least consult somebody, um, there's something to the process of, like, like, yes, you know, you're independent and powerful on your own, uh, you know, if you're stranded out somewhere, you know, willpower and that kind of thing is very powerful, you know, makes a person super resilient. Like we've all heard of stories of people surviving plane crashes in the ocean for like a month or, you know, um, you know, having to climb over a mountain to like get to some village for help in like really snowy, stormy conditions or, things that are like, okay, this is definitely not ideal. And it's like someone got to a superhuman level just purely off of mindset. Like, it's not like they were like training or maybe even they were training to do these types of things. So maybe at least on their, on their side, they had some kind of knowledge, but it's like, you know, we've all heard those stories where it's like, you know, willpower definitely is important, but I don't really think I believe that like completely socially isolating on a problem is the best um all the time for everybody I do think a lot of issues do stem from you know some form of like lack of social support social interactions quality you know social people being around um I don't know and it's it's kind of, you know, sometimes it's like, okay, you got to kind of look at the big picture things. And, you know, it's kind of hard for me to think, um, to to kind of want to be around people who don't really care for their health 
um, people who are like incredibly negative all the time and just, you know, just constantly just like a negative perspective of the world all the time. Like, to me, that's kind of like, okay, like, why are we even talking? You know what I mean? It's like, I don't want to listen to what this person has to say about all their negative opinions about every single type, like their bosses, every boss that they have, there's some kind of issue. They've got some kind of issues with authority. You know, there's always some kind of issues going on and they've got this negative view of the world. And it's kind of like, I, I'm starting to see more like, okay, why, you know, they're meeting I'm not saying I'm blaming them for it, but it's like, well, if you think about people in this way all the time, you know, that energy kind of comes across and, you know, this person constantly sends me like their stream of consciousness type of thinking about, you know, different topics, you know, about the world and whatnot. And it's always just like some bleak, negative, like outlook of like, you know, all these different types of people that seem to be, like, out to get this person, and I'm kind of, like, every time I read a message, it's either some weird comedy, like, comedic kind of, like, off-color kind of, like, weird joke, or, you know, it's this other, like, things about, like, fear and pain and suffering and, like, leadership and things like that, where I'm just kind of, like, okay, like, you know, like, and so whenever I read it, like, I'll pick it up, and I'll have, like, 18 missed messages, and it's, like, oh, it's, like, these, I have to scroll through all these messages, and each message starts with some, like, negative thing, and I'm, like, I don't really need that, but, you know, it can definitely be hard to kind of, you know, you know, not, let somebody drain your energy like you know for me I do sometimes start feeling bad for people and I'm like oh I know this person has no friends and I'm kind of their only friend and so I'll reach back out to them even if it's like six months later or something but with this person I'm kind of like you know what I don't really need them in my life like I don't see what I would need from them um and you know, they gravitate towards me because I listen to them and things, but I'm kind of not really in a place where I need to spend energy listening to them at the moment. Um, but things like that, you know, I would say, you know, this person kind of has almost like an expectation for me to be talking about these, you know, their negative views on all kinds of stuff all the time. And I'm kind of just like, dude, like, I don't really want to talk about it, like, I don't really see the need to, like, like, I'm just waking up in the morning, I'm not trying to read, like, multiple messages about this person's negative perspective about everything, you know, like, I don't get anything out of it, and so I'm kind of like, oh, what are we doing here, you know, um, but that's kind of how I would say are, like, agreements on fear, like, we kind of all have people or situations where it's like usually it's attached to people though where there's these ex- ex- expected kind of ways of interacting with them you know uh, if you have a boss that's always yelling at you you know or gaslighting you and they 
feel like they should be able to do that even though it's harmful and hurtful to you. But they might feel like, "Mm, I'm entitled to be able to like hurt people because I'm the one in charge so I can yell and scream, you know. Um, I had someone who was, yeah, I don't know what the role was, but basically they were higher up than I was for a while and I could tell they hated working at that place. Um, and, um, you know, one day, hour, like years later, after I'd been probably working with this person, maybe four years or something, um, they, you know, I was in the kitchen at work with a few people in the eating area, heating up my food. And, you know, one of my work friends was like, oh, like, were you ever scared of this person because of like, and she was right there. Like, were you ever scared of this person because of how she acted or whatever. And she tried to call me out being like, oh yeah, you were like slow with all this stuff. And like, she was trying to like, um, you know, um, make a point for her, um, how she was treating me about things or whatever. And, um, yeah, I remember her being kind of like, yeah, because you were really slow, and I'm like, you know, well, I'm still just as slow as I used to be, (laughs) you know, I haven't sped up the process, you know, and, like, yelling's not going to do any good, you know, if you're going to keep calling me, just ask me questions, you're kind of just interrupting me, you know, like, she would call and call and call and, like, harass me to try to get things done faster, but it's like, do you want me to do it fast and bad so that you have to edit things and make it So it's going to take so much longer for me to go back and edit. Or do you want me to turn it in better, but a little bit later um, so that you have less to edit and then less to go back and review again? You know, it's kind of like to me, it made more sense to spend a little more time because I just wasn't able to write it up that fast Um, because they wanted so much information. And I'm like, okay, like, do you guys want this work to be good quality and you know, like, there is a liability factor for not really tending to all these, all these, like, risk issues and stuff. I'm, I was trying to tell them, too, I'm like, you guys, you know, like, you'd rather have me not read the past records. Like, I would read the past information about meds, about trauma, about hospitalizations. Um, you know, not every single detail of every single thing, but it was like, I want to at least know the the risk part, you know what I mean? And so, you know, I would take a lot of time to read that. And these are people who have been in the system for years. And so a lot of times they had histories, like if they were in their forties or so, they had a history of going into therapy or psychiatrist appointments and things since they were like 14 or something. And so it's like, of course, it's going to take me a while to review this meaning that I'm going to start with the client a little bit later, but at least I'll be going in with information and then doing the write-up um, and turning that in maybe 20 minutes after the time that the person needed to actually like edit it. and Because they had this process that was so ridiculous. It's like, well, you want me to finish something in the same amount of time when it, when you go through and edit a bunch of stuff and when I give it to you, you have all these edits for me to go back and change. And this wasn't like a word processor, um, program. This is like some weird, you know, 
you know, medical, you know, it's an EHR, like, software that's just, like, crappy and old with these little teeny tiny boxes. And in these teeny tiny thin boxes, let's say it's, like, about an inch on the screen, an inch tall of a box that you have to write, like, probably 10 pages worth of paragraphs, multiple paragraphs, crammed into that little box. So every time I went back to edit, it's like, okay, if I need edits on paragraph three I'm scrolling down in this little box trying to scroll down to paragraph three and it's like the way the software was built it's like you can't do this fast you know what I mean and you got people calling you and she's called to like yell at me on the phone and stuff and I'm just like look like in my head I'm like look this gets done anyways at the end of every day you're stressing out and it's like, yeah, we need this for the doctor. But if you want it to be good enough quality, you're going to have to hold your horses. And it was like this at least a couple times a week, every single week. And, you know, it just wasn't regulated. Like nobody was really looking at these people who are in charge of us and just letting us treat us however they wanted to. And, you know, so I called her out on it. And, and this guy was asking me, you know, oh, were you ever scared of her? And I was like, I don't know if I would call it scared, but, you know, she definitely has, like, had, like, anger issues. And I said that, you know, because at first I was like, I wasn't going to answer the question. And then they're like, no, you should answer. Come on, you should answer. And then she told me to answer. So I'm like, well, if you want me to answer, I'll do it. And so I gave the answer. And, like, this is at a job where I hardly ever talked. People didn't really know my opinions about it anybody or anything I just kind of kept to myself well I I socialized but it was very like you know I was never talking crap about the bosses or talking crap about anything um I just didn't um I don't know I didn't really like how a lot of things were going and um uh yeah so you know uh, shortly after that time you know I was out about out and about kind of or out on town somewhere like with some friends or something and she had contacted me um because I guess you know I sent some information about like where I was going that night or something and then she happened to be in the area but I saw her message maybe 30 minutes later and I was like oh sorry I'm out with a, with a friend and I'm doing something else and I'm trying to find where my friend went or whatever and I was like not really trying to prioritize this this lady um I didn't really care so yeah that was one thing that I kind of realized where I was kind of like um uh you know needing to kind of stand up for myself for sure um needing to kind of get you know get things together on my end as far as like what I needed for myself and talk, you know, kind of be able to kind of explain, you know, that what was happening wasn't okay. But it's like earlier when it was happening, like years before that, like I wasn't allowed to like say anything because like I was new on a job, you know, like it was normal in that field to have a bunch of shitty people who were kind of in charge of you who basically had massive anger control issues and hated their jobs, and didn't like what they were doing, and so they take it out on everybody else, and that was kind of considered okay, and so things like that, where it's like, you get into these things where it's like, you know, it's not like fully okay, but, um, 
you know, the person is, is trying to, um, um, like, you know, it's not okay, but the person is trying to kind of get you to, um, do something, uh, the way that they want you or need you to do it, even though, um, you know, even though the way they're going about it is completely wrong and inappropriate, um, but they're still going to think that they're right on it. Um, and, um, yeah, it mentions like basically, you know, gravitating toward agreements based in love to expend less energy. Um, like there are definitely people who, you know, I have in my life who, you know, I can be authentic with, um, they kind of promote like a good safe space for people to kind of express themselves and have experiences and talk about them and they're not judgmental about it or anything. Um, and with personal power, you know, that's basically talking about that we can change the agreements when we are ready So there's this quote that I liked. Uh, It says, each time you break an agreement, all the power you used to create it returns to you. So it's kind of like when you have energy vampires or any kind of, you know, toxic work situation, things like that. Imagine, you know, you go against what this agreement is. You go against, okay, this person is allowed to send me all these negative texts every day like okay I can block that you know this person is allowed to yell at me or treat me whatever way no they're not allowed to actually do that I can confront it I can you know everyone's scared to lose a job and especially when you're interning or at an early phase where you need them that's kind of one of the hardest places to be when you need the job like the best place to be is when the job needs you but when you need the job, that's a hard place to be because it's like, well, I don't want my first position to not have, you know, good results, good recommendations. I don't want, you know, the first people early in my career to kind of like botch my botch my reputation at all because that's going to make it harder for me moving on to even move into something different. It's like, if it was hard enough getting into the first placement, imagine how hard it might be potentially the second time. But also it's like a toss up between like, is it worth sticking it out in a place that's doing current damage that might lead to some kind of longer term or permanent damage? Um, is it worth staying in those situations or trying to find something new? And that is usually the conundrum that we kind of deal with because there usually are other options. It's just you know, if you're, if the job doesn't need you and you're replaceable at that point, if you're not well-trained, you haven't made them any money, you're not proving that you're an asset to them. Um, like you haven't had a chance to even prove that yet. Like you don't want to screw up. It's good to not screw up at that point. Um, so it can really feel, it can make a person feel kind of stuck. Um, and you know, but when we do break the agreements and start doing things our own way, the way that works best for us, 
um, that's more loving towards us and not letting other people kind of pound us down or expect all these things from us that maybe even if it's something as small as like oh respond to my text respond to my phone calls respond to my whatsapp messages and like you know sometimes I have people like that in my life you know I've got family in all kinds of countries that you know I don't use whatsapp I literally use it for for family members so I don't check it every day just like tiktok I'm not on there like that like if I want to go into WhatsApp, I have to literally go into it. Usually it's in the cloud, and so I have to, like, load it again and then go in and check my messages. Like, I don't get the alerts. I don't want the alerts. I already have alerts on my texts and on my emails. I don't need alerts from WhatsApp and alerts from every single thing. Like, it's too much for me. Like, most of my emails are junk anyways. Half of my texts are not really people that I know, and so it's like why would I want more information coming from people that I don't even really talk to on a regular basis? It's like, you know, I don't want to be in their messages or have like all their posts and like, Oh, this person went to some random, you know, third cousins, families, neighbors wedding and posted a bunch of pictures and now everybody's commenting on it. I don't want to be in a group like that. It's like, it's just too much like you know like I'm focused on what I'm doing locally I'm not so focused on like all these other family members and it's not even like a negative thing but it but it's like you know sometimes it gets out of hand I have people calling that you know they try to establish a relationship when they invite me to do something but it's kind of like okay I see now that you're calling me even though we haven't spoken in over like 30 something years since I was like five or something, we haven't really spoken and I'm going on 40. So it's like, okay, like, where were you? You know, (laughs) like it goes both ways. I didn't contact them, but they also didn't contact me. And now it's like, oh, they want me to like go to this family function. So now they're going to start talking to me all of a sudden because, you know, I'm part of the numbers or like they invited me and like, you know, whatever it may mean for them. And it's like, maybe they do want a genuine relationship but it seems like it's on their terms you know it's like this person or these people didn't really seem to want a relationship until they wanted me to come to some event and so it's kind of like okay um but it's also like do I need to get offended by that it's like cool I get to take a trip but also it's like you know, am I going to talk to them even after? Like, for me, it's like, why am I going to, like, develop a relationship with people that I don't have a relationship with? Like, I don't have energy to be, like, talking to random people. Like, to me, it's a random person. Like, even if you're a blood relative, I have a huge family. There's plenty of people I don't know. Like, you could put them in a crowd of people of the same race. And, you know, I probably put it, I probably might not be able to pick out a lot of them in in a crowd. Like, I've got a lot of family like that. And, you know, a lot of these people have been very absent in my life. And it's fine, you know, because I was absent in theirs, too. And, you know, just having a huge family like that, it's like, okay, like, you know. Um, So, yeah, that gets a little bit annoying to me, though. Like, I try not to be too negative about it, but it does get annoying. I do get annoyed. I get annoyed that people want to, you know, do stuff like that. Um... But also, you know, on the bright side, it could be a lot of fun. Uh, I like meeting new people and stuff, but I'm a little bit cautious 
you know, when people are starting to ask too much, sometimes people ask too much and then, you know, you give them an inch, they take a mile. The next thing they know, next thing you know, they're kind of like trying to manipulate you. Okay, if you go into one event and now that you have a passport and you can go, what's the excuse for not going to the next one? What's the excuse for not going to the next one? You know, and it's like, well, I have every right to not want to go. You know, I have every right to not want to take a 17-hour flight costing me thousands of dollars to go overseas somewhere to go do something with people that I never really talked to. I have every right to not want to do that, right? Um, I mean, I like to travel. I like to meet people and stuff like that. But I'm not really trying to invest too much in brand new relationships with people that I don't really know. Like, usually for me, I'm like, if there's certain people who seem like they that they're taking a backseat to other certain people, I'm a little bit like, okay, if you're kind of taking a, a, you know, if, if I have other family members that aren't really engaging with a certain person, then I'm kind of like, well, why is that? Like, they might know something more than I do. Um, and, you know, I'm a little bit weary about like, you know, just, jumping in full force you know I've got plenty of family members and I'm like oh I kind of wish I didn't really engage in conversation with this person and like share anything about my beliefs or anything because now whenever I see them they try to like throw it in my face or something it's like wow like this person's an ass but you know just because their family doesn't mean they're going to be nice um or doesn't mean that they're going to be you know a safe relationship to kind of develop and I like to kind of figure that out on my own time and not have somebody kind of, okay, like, trying to seem like they want to get me to try to form a relationship with them in some isolated position where it's like, I'm kind of forced to form a relationship if I've got people paying for my stuff or whatever it is, and kind of like, you know, trying to prepare things for me like that. So, I don't really know, like, I'm kind of... Like, I'm not upset necessarily, but it's kind of like, I kind of notice a lot of the agreements that I have in my life with people that, you know, the first things that come to my mind are just different things like that. Like, things through work, things through, or past work anyways, things through um, just certain people I've had to deal with on a regular basis. And, you know, I'm not saying these people are bad, I'm not saying there's anything terrible about them, but, you know, there's people I've had to deal with that you know I'm like we're not really on the same page and you know I don't easily write people off I give people chances I don't expect anyone to be perfect but at this time in my life when I'm focused on my career and my own self and my own you know professional life I'm not really trying to focus on any other people and I am kind of noticing some other people coming out of the woodworks and it makes me kind of question like okay we haven't really talked like what are you doing here all of a sudden you know, um, like it makes me a little skeptical. Like, what do you want? You know, what's up? What do you want? You know, um, like I don't have any money if that's what you're looking for. So, and I don't really think anyone's coming in that direction. Like being like, oh yeah, let me have some cash or whatever. It's not like that, but, um, people seem to be wanting to spend a lot of time and energy on things. Um, but I don't know, part of me is like, oh, cool, you know, then another part of me is like, 
okay, like, I've kind of got my whole life, you know, that, you know, I'm not trying to, like, engage with too many people, you know, I like to take things pretty slowly and learn what's what with somebody and let them kind of show their true colors. I don't really do the whole thing anymore where it's like, I got to be like super trusting right off the bat and like, nah, you know, I'm a little more cautious, especially in today's day and age with kind of how some people are. In all honesty, I feel like I need to be pretty cautious because There's a lot of people going through a lot of stuff right now. I'm not saying specifically family members, but in general, in the world, there's a lot of people going through a lot of stuff right now. And just because they're reaching out at this time after being, you know, isolated for a few years or so, that doesn't necessarily mean that I should give them my time or owe them my time or that it's a good idea to delve into these things with people because I don't know what they've been up to for the past few years have they been building themselves have they been working on themselves have they been you know experiencing a lot of trauma and a lot of stuff that they don't really that they haven't really worked through um you know and they're trying to leech on to somebody else um like it's one thing to ask for support but sometimes you know people people do weird manipulative stuff and I'm very conscious of that and um I just try not to make it, um, I try not to make it into too much of a problem, um, but, um, yeah, so I'm still going to keep looking into these topics, but that's pretty much, you know, next time I'll be starting on page 25, the first agreement, um, And so, all right, with that, thanks for listening.